had a gastric sleeve surgery in January in 2019, have uh, so far lost 53 kilograms with about 25 kilograms still to go. My arms have always been a horrible part of my body and I always wear cardigans or long sleeve to hide them. I, deci I decided that no matter what, I will be getting them done once I hit, hit that goal and my private health funds waiting period is over. So that's the question. Private health funds usually have 12 months waiting period. There's other issues as well. So for example, this patient with the arm, she had uh, lost weight, but she still had 25 kilos to lose. The rules are if you're using a health fund post weight loss, then the item number that I use is the lipectomy item number. And the three criteria for that is that you have to have lost five BMI levels. You have to have rashes and discomfort in the area that you, uh, we're going to operate on. And the third one is that you have to have stable weight for six months. So, um, you, those are the three rules. Um, then you have the, on top of that, you have the private uh, health funds usually have a 12 months waiting period. And the other thing I have to say is that be very, very careful with the cover that you have and which health fund you use, because um, some of them have the post weight loss surgeries in a different category. And if you don't have the correct level of cover, they will not cover you for that item number. So I think with the question from Lindy is, um, should I have a consultation? I think it's really useful if you do. Um, now, there's a couple of things uh, we go through the consultation. One thing is the planning out surgery. So especially if you're coming in for post-weight loss surgery, there's usually multiple areas that needs to be attended to. So um, in my experience, usually the tummy tends to be the first one, but I do get like this patient, a lot of patients that have arms that are uh, uncomfortable and they want to fix that first. But usually there's, um, there's the tummy area, inner thigh area, arm area, and usually a, a lot of chest area. So in, in men, we get the saggy skin around the chest area and we're looking at the upper thoracic lift. In women, there's usually a lot of um, you know, sagging breasts, empty breasts, um, and that side of things that's very common after weight loss as well. So there's multiple areas. So if you are... Thinking of having post weight loss, uh, if you're having, if you're thinking about having surgery after your weight loss or surgery, just, just surgery in general, um, I would say come for a consultation. Um, we will do the initial, obviously, uh, the initial consultation we usually charge for. But after that, if you, for example, if you're planning surgery in a year's time, come for a consultation. Then we can do a follow-up consultation closer to the time of the, of the operation. Now, the reason for that is that, first of all, we can go through a lot of things. We can plan out the surgery. Sometimes we need one or two, um, one or two um, stages of your operation. So, for example, if we're doing inner thighs and tummy, we need, may need a, a body lift or belt lipectomy and then an inner thigh lift. Or if you have lost weight, but you haven't lost so much weight that you still have some fat there, then we might have to do liposuction first, belt lipectomy, inner thigh lift. So that's like three operations. 
Um, if we're looking at the chest area, for example, um, we may need two or three operations to get you to the point where you're happy with that area. Uh, with the arms, um, an extended arm lift is possible. Sometimes we can combine an arm lift with a auto-augmentation breast lift. So um, there's a lot of options and there's a lot of things to go through. Um, a lot of patients will have multiple uh, consultations beforehand just to go through all these things. Um, usually the first consultations we may talk about, you know, three or four different operations and then obviously we need to go through that in more detail. So um, yes, if you thinking of having surgery, just come in for a consultation. The other thing is that if you're thinking about an operation, there's a, a lot of other things you may want to do. So, uh, for example, if you're using the super, then you need to apply to the ATO. You need to, uh, you know, get your papers together. With super, you need to have paperwork from the GP, paperwork from me. You need to get approval from the ATO, and then you need to go to your health, uh, your super fund and get that as well so there's a lot of stages before you actually can release the money so and and before that you need a quote from the hospital you need a quote from the anesthetist you need a quote from us um, so that whole process can take a couple of months so it's really so if you are thinking of any sort of surgery just come in it's much better to come in early know your options and then plan for it rather than uh, wait too long and then um and then come in later. So, for example, with Lindy, if she's thinking about having surgery in January, now is a perfect time to come in. Uh, I am seeing in in office consultations at the moment, so um, it's important. So, um, the COVID thing, unfortunately, has obviously been a bit of a downer. <laughs> I don't know if I can say that. Uh, it's been. Um, bit of a breaks on everything. Um, so let's see. So the other question Lindy has is, I live up near Queensland border. Uh, are you offering telephone consultations um, during COVID? And the answer to that is yes. Uh, we're doing the Zoom consultations and that's actually worked quite well. And we actually, we haven't been doing virtual consultation prior to this whole COVID crisis. So um, that's something we instituted the last few weeks and that's been working really well. Um, you still will need a physical, like a proper consultation, but we have actually decided that we're going to continue the virtual consults for our interstate, our um, patients that come far away. For example, we have a lot of patients, well, I consult up in Canberra, but I don't go there as often as I do in New South Wales. So uh, that means that we can extend that uh, virtual consultation in Canberra. Uh, we can, I, I get a lot of patients from uh, Port Macquarie, Tamworth. Um, you know, I've had people from Perth coming through, um, some people from Melbourne. So there's a lot of people coming um, coming through. Uh, I get a lot of uh, Sydney people as well that come through. Uh, and the, the reason they want to come is obviously, you know, they want the result, but they also want the privacy um, prior to the COVID. <laughs> uh, you know, coming up to the Hunter Valley, staying for two weeks, used to recover and then go back to, to you know, to Sydney to, to get back to work. So that's, that's uh, been a really um, common thing for us. So 
prior to this we've had insisted on everyone coming out for a physical consultation but after this experience with the virtual consultation we're going to definitely offer that as a first um, you know first thing if they want to um, because then you can get all your quotes, your, your hospital dates, your, you know, your, your private fund and all that sorted. And then you will need to come for a proper physical consultation prior to any surgery because there's, you know, Zoom is okay, but it's, it never replaces a physical consultation because, um, you know, even if I can see you on the video, it's not, nothing like being able to examine you, being able to tell how much loose skin, be able to tell the laxity of the skin, uh, be able to tell like... Um, so really, it's a preliminary consultation, but it will give me a good idea of what we need to do. It may change. It may change when I see uh, you during the physical consultation. For example, um, when I look at a tummy, there's a lot of factors that I look at. Uh, and, the, uh, and then the exam examination as well, like for hernias and things like that, are done as well. On video, you can't really tell uh, how lax the skin is. So, for example, the distinction between a full extended and maybe a belt lapectomy might be a little bit hard on, um, on video versus doing in person. But... I can give you a very good idea. Um, you can get, um, you know, we can discuss all the complications, the recovery, all that sort of thing. So, yes, uh, Zoom consultation is probably going to be here to stay. Uh, we're going to sort out the days and things like that, but it's worked really well for us. Um, we've had whew, probably more than 20, 20 consults so far, so it's been really uh, quite impressive, uh, the changeover. But... I still have to say I prefer physical consultation. There's nothing like there's nothing that will replace a face-to-face -face consultation. So let's get back to our case. So we have talked a lot about these issues that this patient has. So gastric sleeve, uh, very common operation to um, for uh, post weight loss. So we got gastric sleeve, lap bands, and um, and uh, gastric bypass operations are the ones that I see. Now, gastric sleeve is the main one that's in at the moment, uh, and you see massive weight loss from that. Usually it takes about a year to lose the weight. Now, um, arms tend to be a very common area as well, and there's lots of different arm operations. Um, so there are actually not just one arm operations. There's a mini, there's a full arm, there's extended, there's one that includes the breast as well. So that's a fairly common one. That So with the arm, you go down all the way down the arm on the side of the chest. And you can include that a lot of post-weight loss patients have a lot of uh, looseness in the chest area. Uh, and that can be included in the arm lift as well. So again, it's not an easy, it's not a straightforward um, thing. And it depends a little bit on how how much loose skin and what sort of result you want as well. Um, so I think we've covered a lot about the um, private health fund, the recovery, the period that needs to wait, um, losing the weight. Um, I think the other thing is um, the scar. Probably one of the biggest downsides with an arm lift is the scar that you have afterwards. It is quite a long scar. However, the post weight loss patients that ask, so if you have a minimal excess skin in the arm area you might be quite concerned about the scar and obviously the cosmetic um, downside of having a big scar versus having a little bit of looseness is it's not a, like 
you're probably not going to worry so much about uh, having the operation. But if you are post weight loss and you have a big hanging skin that uh, that causes you um, physical discomfort, that makes you self conscious every single day of the uh, of the week, you know that is a quite a different thing altogether. The scar usually can't be seen from the front, but it is usually quite an obvious scar if you know it's there and you look at it. But I so far have not had a single post-weight loss patient that has been worried about the scar afterwards. Um, it's not really something that um, the benefit you get from removing all the excess skin is so much more than just uh, uh, replacing it with a scar. So that's the only thing that's a little bit of a downside with the arm lift. Um, now, uh, what else have we got in this question? So... So she'll be getting it. She's waiting for a private health fund. Um, and the long sleeve uh, cardigans is another thing that's quite common as well. Um, I get that all the time uh, from post-weight loss patients. Um, you know, the arms are something that's really obvious um, usually. And again, in summer, having short sleeve arms can, you know, is, is quite good.